We saw that a person who reaches Kedusha, the highest level of Kedusha, becomes a vehicle through which the Divine Presence is manifest in the world. And he says, now you can see for sure, does he understand why it would be considered, a tr- you know, he talked about that, that physicality can be, become spiritual. He says, because if the person themselves becomes like a Beis HaMikdash, becomes like a Mizbech, becomes like an altar, and the Beis HaMikdash was where f- physical things, what happened in the Beis HaMikdash? Animals were brought and they were, and they were shechted and they were... And they were off, they were brought up on the altar as offerings. Their blood was splashed on the altar. The certain meat and fat was burned. Okay, it says that there was there was wine, certain wine offerings. There was oil offerings. There was flour offerings. This is just food, right? This is this is this is just grain and animals and grapes. This is all coming from olive oil. So he says. You, so, so, but in the temple, this the, these things were turned into spiritual, literally turned into spirituality, which kept the universe going which brought tremendous inflow of, div- of divine influence and bracha into the world. So he says, now you can understand that see, for, for someone who, be- who becomes a kadosh, a truly a holy person on this level, you can see that it's a tremendous elevation for those physical things, just the same way that things were physical things that were brought on the altar in the temple. Since they were things which were brought as offerings in front of the shechina, the divine presence, and it was such a tremendous elevation for them, these, these, these the, the physical things, right? That actually what would happen was it would cause that all of their type in the world would become blessed, okay? As as uh, as the sages tell us, okay? So so meaning when by by bringing wine as in the context of service in the Beis as offering, so it uplifted all of the the grape crops in the whole entire world. All of the, you brought grain, would the bracha which would be brought into the world, the divine energy would come into the world that would impact the grain throughout the entire world. The, if you brought in animals and offering, it would up the, 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 the um, cattle and the, and the um, sheep, everything in the world, it would, be, it would affect them. It would bring brach into the world and it would, it would impact the entire species of, of that was being brought in the entire world, like the sages tell us. It says the same thing happens to someone who is a kadosh, someone who reaches this level of holiness, is that the things that this person eats and the things that they drink, it's a tremendous upliftment for that food and for that drink. And it's as if it was being brought on the altar, literally. He says, Mama, she's literally, not, 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 it's not like a very nice, you know, a very nice uh, Dvar Torah, it's like a metaphor. And, uh, and this is literally, someone who becomes a kadosh is what they eat, becomes um, uplifted in the same way that it was as if it was brought, literally as if it was brought on the altar in the temple. And this is, this is what the sages mean. They say something in the Gemara, it sounds a little funny. They say, Anyone who brings a gift to a Torah scholar, and obviously it doesn't just mean any old Torah scholar, okay? it means we're talking about someone who's a Kadosh, it's as if they have brought Bikurim. Bikurim is one of the things you would bring to the temple. It was the first fruits in the land of Israel. Um, of the of the seven species of the associated with Israel, you'd bring them to the temple. It says it's as if you if you bring that to a to a, someone who's a kadosh. So then it's as if you brought it to the temple. And so too it says another Gemara. It says you should you should you should give you should give Torah scholars wine. You should give you should give them wine. Give them wine to bring them a bottle of wine in the place of nesachim. Okay, instead of the wine that was brought in the temple. So this is what are the, what are they telling you? Are they telling you that you know that Talmud uh, Chachamim are, are they love eating and drinking? He says he says says God forbid. Was telling you that they're that they're you know glut they're gluttonous alcoholics. That's not what he's telling you. 
It says, it says because, because he says, rather, this, it's what I, it's what I was, this is what I was talking about. He says, because he's talking about someone, a, a, a great sage, who has reached this level of holiness in, their way, in, in all of their deeds, in, in, in all of their conduct. Okay, so this person is literally like a migdash and like a mizbeach. They are literally like, like, the, like the temple. They are literally like the altar in the temple because the divine presence is manifest upon them the same way that it was manifest literally in the base of migdash. And that's what they mean. It says that if you bring something to them and they eat it, it's because they're eating it with such an intense level of holiness that the impact is as if it was brought on the altar. And if they give them wine, it's the same as if the wine was poured on the altar in the, in the temple service. You see, such, such a person literally becomes a, a, a vehicle through which the divine presence is manifest in the world. And therefore, any physical thing that they use becomes uplifted and sanctified the same way it would in the temple.